Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. We are coming at you from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios here in the Twin Cities. Thank you for listening. This week is episode 50. Our guest today, we have William White, who's our senior developer at Hubbard Radio. In his past experience, he has developed websites and applications for Octane Fitness, Great Wolf Press, and Second Wind Exercise. Welcome, Will. Thank you. We also have with us Jeremy Sinan. He's our VP of Digital Strategy here at Hubbard Radio, and he's been at Hubbard for 12 years now, and he's going to talk to us a little bit more as well. Hello. <laughs> and as always, we have, we have with us producer Pat. Hey. <laughs> Back again. Today's episode is sponsored by Hey Orca. Hey Orca makes social media planning for agencies easy. Our team has used Hey Orca over the past year, and it has made our communication and content distribution process much more seamless as an agency. It's such an easy platform for us and our clients to use. The layout makes it a perfect tool for working both on a day-to-day and month-to-month basis. It allows you to lay out content in an easy-to-understand dashboard. Not only is that content calendar straightforward when plugged into Hey Orca, but when it's approved, that content is scheduled to automatically go out on all of your platforms. The approval process with clients is great because there's never a question about if the content is good to go. And it has not only sped up our communication time with clients, but it allows us to communicate with the clients directly in Hey Orca, allowing us to focus more on client communication in the tool versus tons more emails going back and forth. It's a tool we use daily, and we, as well as our clients, can't imagine going back to spreadsheets. See how you can seamlessly plan for multiple clients and get content approvals in the ultimate sandbox for marketing at heyorca.com. So let's get into this week's episode number 50, the future of smart speakers. So in today's episode, I really want to focus on the growth of smart speakers because that's a big thing that we've heard a lot of topics in the news about. So Jeremy, I know you have some stats because you guys do a lot of research with this. Yes, you want to... Yeah. Shoot us some numbers. Uh, well, just to clarify, too, when you talk about smart speakers, you're not talking about us. Right? Yeah. Oh, we're, okay. Got it. We're just yep. here to talk about the smart speakers. We're not necessarily the smart speakers. Is that accurate, William? <laughs> we'll be the judge of that by the end yeah, of this Yeah, we'll episode. be the judge of that. Okay. That's yes, right. when I say smart speakers, I mean things like Google Home, Amazon go. Alexa. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Just want to make sure everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> the title of the podcast is not going to be just smart speakers, right? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, just a few. I've actually been putting some numbers together uh, for some internal presentations. And um, back, uh, I have a, I have a um, study that VoiceBot did uh, back in May that said that 54.4 million people are now owning a smart speaker. Uh, the total U.S. adult population is 252 million people. So do the math. It's roughly a fifth of the U.S. US population has one of these devices. Um, and by the way, that's a 15% increase in the last four months. Jeez. Yeah. That's so, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the quickest penetration of any technology that we've ever seen. I mean, including the iPhone, anything else, right? Um, Amazon is still the king uh, at 61.9%. Uh, but Google is catching up fast uh, roughly 27 percent of the devices out there are google as far as market share goes everybody else is pretty small apple's, so apple's about four yeah. percent sonos is about four percent and all others are about three and a half percent so it's safe to say that the majority of the podcast today we're going to be focusing on amazon alexa and google home yeah it's kind of like when you guys talk about social media it's facebook is the majority of the conversation and then it's okay let's do a little bit on instagram let's do some on 
Twitter, right? It's kind of the same thing where Amazon is kind of the, the biggest piece of the pie, but don't count on Google. I mean, these things have been growing fast. And, you know, in this world of, of voice search and all that kind of stuff, the smarter the speaker is, the better the speaker is going to be. And mm. Google <laughs> is the smartest backend that mankind has ever known, right? So yeah. Google, Google will get there. Yeah, that's actually something that we've, you know, in our testing and development of, you know, skills in-house. And uh, that's actually one of the things we realized is it's kind of maybe a pitfall that Amazon has that Google doesn't is the actual ability to comprehend what you're saying. So, you know, Amazon, I mean, the penetration in the market that they have with like the number of custom skills, the ability to um, control that like experience for people who have those devices, uh, you know, Google's getting there and they're, and they're allowing customizations. Um, but they're, Google's is almost just so much better at actually comprehending the phrase and getting your intention of what you're trying to yeah. say. Right. So, you know, you say something where you're asking, you know, Alexa, maybe about, you know, a game or an event that happened or a historical thing or who a person is, you know, sometimes the odds are that that match may not be found where Google is just all the data they've collected, you know, yeah. it's, it's so much easier. smarter. It truly is a smart speaker. Yeah. Can you, can you quick, before we get too far into it, talk about what a custom skill is or what a skill is for Amazon? Yeah, sure. So, um, so I guess the way the kind of like the Amazon echo slash skill kind of interface works, um, every device that you have, it's really just, I mean, those things are really just kind of the hardware and they have uh, special microchips that Amazon uses that actually can interface with their backend like Alexa services. Um, so built into that, essentially every account is, I don't know, there's probably seven or eight different skills as they call them, or it's almost, you almost want to think of it as kind of like inability or if you're on a phone, it's kind of like an app, right? Okay. But a, a skill is just going to give you the ability to do certain actions on Alexa. So, I mean, some of the built-in ones are, you know, a lot of music ones, right? So Amazon Music is built in, Pandora, Spotify. So out of the, out of the box, if you buy if you just buy an Alexa and out of the box, you can start asking it questions. It's gonna know a lot. It's got a lot <laughs> built in. Um, but if you want to make it smarter or have it do things that are more custom to what you would want. Um, you have to install a skill. Now that's just Amazon. On the Google side, as far as we know, there is no installing of skills or anything yeah. like that. Google just seems to be smart enough to go find sure. what you need. So it sounds like you guys kind of lean towards more Google Home for. <laughs> uh, I, I will speaker. say for, for us as radio stations, um, the the Google ecosystem is way easier to pull up our radio stations. And from it's, a consumer standpoint, do you from think? From a consumer standpoint. Because if, if you just say, hey, uh, hey, Google, play KS95, you're going to get it. Yeah. Um, if you play, if you say, hey, Google, play Movin 92.5, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, on Alexa, if you say, Alexa, play Movin 92.5, you're going to get Lips Are Moving by Megan Trainer. Got it. It's just not, it's not as smart in that area yeah. um, yet. I don't know, it, yeah. but if you have the skill, which we have, we have skills for all of our radio stations. If you if you have the skill installed, it makes it way easier. Mm-hmm. You can just say the name of the skill, and you're going to get what you want. It's like installing a mobile app, right? Got it. That's pretty much what a skill is. Um, but trying to 
<laughs> trying to educate people on what a skill is, like like we're doing right now, um, trying to get them to install it is is hard. It's it's hard to to educate them, get them to install it, and then teach them how to use it. Um, that's that's currently the challenge with the with the Alexa ecosystem. So, it, if that's the challenge with Alexa, why has Alexa blown up? so much quicker mm. i mean they were they sure. were first to the game but yeah. why, why are they well, so much the bigger end, than google because the end user first of all they were first and second of all they were the first to release 30 dollar hockey pucks right the echo yeah. dot yeah. um it's funny i actually read a, a story last year that it costs amazon 31 dollars to make those devices and they sell them for for I think it's like thirty nine ninety nine regular yeah. price, but during like Black Friday or uh, Prime bucks. Day, you can get them for twenty nine ninety nine, yeah. if not lower. They're they're actually losing money selling that device, and why are they doing that? Because they know if they penetrate first, and if they can get people into the Amazon ecosystem, once you enter an ecosystem, mm. it's hard to leave. Right? Think about like when you become an Apple user. If you have an iPhone, you have a MacBook Pro, you got an Apple TV, it's hard oh, yeah. to leave. Yeah. I'm in the cult. I'm sucked in. It's yeah. hard to leave once, Apple yeah. once you're in there because yeah. your your accounts are all connected and it's all easy. And right, yep. It's the same kind of thing. Once you get used to using Amazon, <laughs> they know, like like my house, I've got six Amazon devices in yeah. my house. I got one in every floor. I got mm-hmm. one in the kids' bedrooms. I got one in, I mean, I got one in the office. They're, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for me to go, God, you know, Google's actually smarter. But I'm invested. What am I going to do? Throw away eight yeah. Amazon devices and start I'm, over with Google? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. That's what that's what that whole game is with the thirty dollar. Um, and and Google's got them too. And what's the is it the mini? What's it called? There's yeah, Google, Google Mini. Yep, Google Mini. I've got yep. one of those. Yeah, I'm sure. You and because I'm in the Google world, sure. boys. <laughs> and I think those even those came out. You know, those were an, not an afterthought. Those came out after this. The traditional Google Homes were there, right? So again, another point of being harder to catch up for them. And the other thing too is that we got to remember is the, the actual speaker, the actual selling of the hardware of the speaker is not the end game for these tech companies. They're not, they're not in it to sell these speakers. They're in it to get people to use Alexa, Mm -hmm. to get people to use, Hey Google, because what's going to happen. And it's already starting to happen is this technology is going to be built into everything. It's going to be built in your fridge and your microwave, your TV and your car, cars. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you're just going to, it's the new interface. You're just going to speak to the computer for what and it's, you want. And, it, and it's kind of, you know, honestly, I kind of feel like it's it's to the detriment of the technology itself that Amazon is the one that's taken over in kind of some of the, as, as far as market share and, and leadership goes, because when you think about wanting fast, contextual, accurate responses to, to natural language, right? I don't see a way Amazon is going to be able to catch up with Google. But the problem is that if we turn around and in five years, Amazon is the one that has their technology in all of the uh, infrastructure and in all of the things connected to the internet. We might all be dealing with a very, you know, unsatisfactory, you know, um, experience. Experience, mm-hmm. right? There's a reason why Amazon is hiring armies. Oh yeah, armies of developers to, to work on this platform because they're trying to yeah. they're trying to catch up to Google. They are. I mean, uh, even though that they even though they own this marketplace, they're still trying to catch up because they they know they need to get smarter. Yeah, and I mean it's. It's funny because we, I mean, we're pretty involved in the, just the Amazon, you know, just that space and that ecosystem. And, you know, every year they're churning out more and more machine learning, more and more automated, uh, you know, artificial intelligence type projects. 
to try and get better at understanding natural language, what people are saying in the context. But I mean, they've got a lot of data to work with. Um, but yeah, they don't have nearly as much as Google. But once you're in it, like Jeremy said, is, you know, they they have also got the, you know, the entire marketplace of Amazon behind their devices too, right? Now, I think I've seen some things that say what Google is doing is they're teaming up with like Walmart to have, you know, give you the ability to like buy things through their, you know, through Google Home with Walmart, right? And it's, so we, what we might see is more companies teaming up like that mm-hmm. with Google to actually try to take down a giant conglomerate that is Amazon that can say, hey, we can offer you the music, you know, and the, you know, and the stuff and all oh, you need groceries too. And we'll do that. Right. And it's, um, you need delivery. Okay. We'll set that up. Right. Like they, they're, they're acquiring all these services that they can actually just start offering you seamlessly through voice. Right. And so I think you're going to have to see more, uh, partnerships like this to actually be able to compete with that cohesion, right. In that atmosphere. That's a perfect segue into my next question too, is, you know, how can brands who are, you know, trying to prepare for the future, and marketing to these people? Like how can they tie in with and start thinking about using voice recognition? Like you mentioned Walmart, for example, starting a partner. I, well, I think brands brands better start thinking about voice because because mm. voice is the future of search, right? Voice is, you're just going to ask for, um, you know, Alexa, show me the nearest coffee shop, right? Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, that businesses need to make sure that they are mm-hmm. coming up, they're listed, they're like you got to pay attention to all that stuff to make sure that your it's just, it's like paying attention to your search results in Google. You, you, have, you have to pay SEO. attention to how you're coming up. Um and it's uh, and it's way harder because mm-hmm. it's it's voice and you're getting one response for the <laughs> most part. It's not a it's not a, you know, a list of 20 things on a page from Google that's saying, "Well, you know, here's your top 20 results." It's Alexa, show me the nearest coffee shop or where's a good place to get coffee around here. And you're going to get one, you know, and that might evolve over time. But if it does, think about how horrible the the experience is, you know, well, there's this coffee shop that's two blocks away. There's another coffee shop that's over here. That's five stars. There's another coffee shop that's over here. That's four stars. You guys sit and listen to all of them. You're like, no, no, I'll just go to the first one. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Um, So it's, it's, it's very important that, they, that businesses start thinking about this space and, you know, figuring out how they're coming up in search. Um, you know, the skill game is also really important, I think, depending on the business. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're uh, um, like a Domino's pizza, they're probably, I'm sure there's a Domino's pizza s- skill that you can install and say, you know, Alexa, open Domino's, order me two larges and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um so depending on the business, you got to think about how would somebody use a smart speaker to interact with what you do and what you offer, yeah. right? And and part of the problem too with with these devices is people just think they're smart and they think that they're going to be able to do whatever it is they ask. And if you're not <laughs> there and you don't have that ability built in, mm-hmm. then you're broken, right? It's the same thing as like like we used to talk about back in the day with social. If you're not responding to people on social, mm-hmm. you're you're broken. You like you don't mm-hmm. exist, and they move on. Yeah. So it's kind of the same. It's the same thing. You have to make sure that you're you have a presence and that you are fulfilling what it is they're asking for. Yeah, on these speakers. So is um, you said coming up in search? Like if I do a, a voice search from my Google Home, it will just pick 
something mm-hmm. from the web and give me one result. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's the best way to fillet a fish? It will explain to me one re- one. Well, you asked the, for the best way. I know. So you got the best way. But if I were to type that into Google, I would get well, millions but, of, re- of but, results. So how do, well, how do businesses here's the thing, get though, to that top? Here's, here's the thing, though, is... I, I guarantee you that if you actually pulled up Google right now and searched for best way to fillet a fish, I'll you, you, yeah, go do it. And, and I think what you would not see is millions of articles first. What you would see is a piece of an article that had a bulleted list taken out and at the top, or probably right. what you would see is a link to a YouTube video that goes right into where you're, what you're asking for. Right. So I think we kind of have to move and maybe this is a larger topic of what is SEO anymore when you're talking about Google sure. is we have to move beyond am I at the top and we have to move to is the answer I'm giving to the question people are asking specific enough that Google decides it's it's it is the best answer right yeah. YouTube's an interesting point too with these devices coming out that have screens a lot of times you're going to get a you're going to get a video mm-hmm. especially well especially on Google on Amazon they've blocked out YouTube yeah <laughs> so I don't, I don't I know what why. you're I don't know what you're getting they had there. some rights issues I think between the two companies yeah. and yeah they're not getting along right now no um but yeah on a on a screen if you say you know give me a good way to fillet a fish it's, you're going to get a video yeah. on Google and if you can you scroll down does it have steps after that isn't it but see, that's I've started to see that a lot more too. Is like when you do how tos, Google has collected enough data where they know most of the people that search how to sharpen a knife are going to click on this article and look what at is this with you guys? section Play of the page. Fish, <laughs> I think he's got me on the cutting. Can we, can we thing, come up with some right? better I examples? Know. I, I know, but it's so it's <laughs> so like they're already pulling out the context from those sites and displaying it up at the top of the page. And that's how they do that type of stuff, right? And that's not, ne- I've, I have noticed that, and that's not necessarily the top search result. Yeah. That could be number three or four in sure. search results, but it's yeah. still pulling. So something. I think it's almost, I mean, to, I think a point Jeremy made, which is probably the most crucial with smart speakers, right, is I, I think kind of like SEO, there's not an exact formula right now. And I think if someone says there is, they don't understand it. But you have to be there, right? So with Google right now, like with going back to the SEO point, you know, there's the organic search and then there's the pay-per-click AdWords area. Is there potential in the future? <laughs> you bet on it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that people will start paying to be showing yeah, up in that bet, voice yeah. recognition. So that's, bet on it. And we, how soon do you think that's going to start developing? Like, mm. are they there yet? Is Will it be next year, a few years? We've, like, We've had some theories here in the last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, like I want to hear, I what think, are your thoughts? Yeah. Alexa, who makes the best hamburger? Right. You're going to be able to pay for that. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. McDonald's all over that sponsored. Sure. But it seems like that's the inevitable conclusion when you're dealing with you get one result back. What result are they going to show? They're going to show their own stuff or they're going to show who paid for it. Right. Like when you ask Amazon to play a song, it's going to play Amazon Music first before it goes to some of your other services. Right. (laughs) Yep. So I want to jump into the privacy part for a little bit because I know it's yeah. what a lot of people are thinking about. Like whenever sure. they hear about Amazon Alexa, they automatically think privacy. And when you said mm. you have one in every room of your house, I'm <laughs> yeah. like instantly in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh. So what are your guys' thoughts about sure. privacy? What do you do? You see, is it as big of an issue as it is? They're making it to be. So, so the way that the, that these things are built is 
there's a wake word, Alexa, wakes up the speaker. And by the way, if anybody has one of these on and they're listening to this podcast, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, but there's but Alexa will wake up the Alexa. Hey, Google will wake up Google, right? Um, if you don't, if you don't say those words, it's not, it's not going to listen or record anything. If you say that word, it lights up, it starts listening. It does take what you say. It sends it to the cloud. It processes it. It sends it back. That's all it's doing. Um, you know, some of these issues, you see this weird stuff in the news where somebody, um, their whole conversation gets sent to somebody in their contact list. Well, mm-hmm. in a conversation, somebody said Alexa, and then somebody said something that sounded like send this to somebody. I mean, sure. it had to have, right? It yeah. doesn't just, th- these things don't just randomly record and send. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe, but um, that's not what they're designed to do. Um, you know, there is, I, I think some people do have some some paranoia that it's always listening and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. honestly, are you saying anything that's all that interesting? I mean, does anybody care <laughs> what you're talking about that they're like, oh, one is it listening talking about Google again? Any more than your phone is already. Yeah, and that's a, and that's right, a, your phone's already doing it. So yeah, or I mean, yeah, to the same a, extent that a smart speaker is your yeah. phone is. Yeah. I mean, Google has, I mean, Google is. has wake words. You see those in commercials every single day. Nobody's complaining about that. Apple has Siri as a wake word that you can turn on and the phone is listening, you know? So at the end of the day, it's software and sure. software can make a mistake. Yeah. I mean, we had, a, <laughs> we had a funny story, um, from one of our stations in St. Louis that um, we, they were running promos on the air saying, you want to listen to the stations? Just say, Alexa, play the station. And we, we had some people, um, I think it was call on the station or email the station complaining about <laughs> our promos because what they would do is they would, <laughs> they would put on their radio when they left the house for the dog, you know, for, for audio in the background for the dog. And they said they came home and the smart speaker was blaring the radio station at top volume and the dog was cowering in the corner because oh, it was playing no. all day. This poor dog. But, it, you know, it's somewhere along the line, it the promo it. said Alexa yeah. and then it must have heard something like max volume. I don't know. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a radio. So who or knows it was what, up all the way again? Who knows? Or who yeah. knows what was said? But, um, you know, it's software and it's doing what it's designed to do. It, yeah. I, I hear that word. I do this. I hear that sure. command. I do this. Yeah. So, you know. And it's not perfect. It doesn't always understand you. It's going to misinterpret you sometimes. And all this stuff's going to get yeah. better. But sure. part of um, the biggest problem with these things is there's no screen. Uh, when yeah. you when you use a show, when you get a, an Echo show for the first time and there's a screen on it, it changes your mm-hmm. entire impression of how these things sure. work. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, this is so much easier. Because yeah. it gives you results. It gives, is this what you mean? Yeah. It gives you, dis- there's a display that goes along with what yeah. you're asking for. And it makes it so much easier to interface with and i think that's the, that's going to be the future of it is is more interaction with a screen and then you'll set up what it is you want with a screen and then when you're out and about it'll be more voice stuff like in your car and things like that hmm. did you guys see the demo that came out of google at, at google io that, when was that a few months ago yeah um where they they showcase technology that's coming or you're going to be able to say, hey, Google, uh, make duplex, me a, maybe? Was it make me a hair appointment or something like that? Yeah. And they actually they played the audio of Google calling the salon with a Google voice that sounds completely human and a human picking up on the other side and going, OK, you need an appointment for what time? And it responds back and forth. And the, and the 
the Google voice is looking at the person's calendar and saying, no, I can't do 2.30. Can we do it like 4.30? And it has a conversation. They hang up and they end. And the other, the person, the actual human on the other side has no idea that they were just speaking to Google. Sure. And then I it just shows that, up on the person. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it's insane. So yeah, so Google Duplex. That's what is they that called what it's called. It. They called Google it that. Duplex. And you know what's funny is actually that video creeped so many people out that Google put out a statement a couple days later that said, you know, we will actually the assistant will identify itself as being a bot. Oh god, it's so like you know when it's it actually will make the calls so that it's not like people don't know that they're talking to like a service. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. But like even then, it doesn't matter if it sounds like a person and it's interacting like a person. And it's like, at what point does that bot just, okay, hey, Fred, you know, the bot calls and he makes hey appointment. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, going back into, I want to wrap up with just kind of examples of other brands that you guys have seen. You mentioned like Walmart and Domino's a little bit. But what have you seen that other brands have incorporated these skills really well? Hmm. Obviously, they're going to be bigger brands because it is so new. Sure. Um, but is there anyone you can pick out that you're like, oh, this, I would check out these guys and see what they're doing right now? I mean, the, the spaces I've seen the most traction for are absolutely audio consumption is, I mean. It's the number one it's, it's, reason it, why people you know, use these it's speakers It's probably right now. 70, 80%, maybe more of, of what these are being used for. That and starting timers. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Most true. of what mine gets it's used actually, for. Yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 actually, Amazon put out some stats, and I believe it was a couple months ago, and it was like the most used thing on it is the timer. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Yep. You know, there's like 15 cents in my house a day. Um, <laughs> I think that some of the, like some of the actual big ones that I've seen, I feel like at this point, what you see more um, than just marketing on there are companies that actually sell certain services. So, you know, your Ubers, your Lyfts, he mentioned your, you know, pizza companies, right? Mm -hmm. Because these are all things that have very easily, like kind of repeatable steps, right? That you can do with your voice. That you can do with your voice, right? It's the same thing every time. And the interesting thing too, is that a majority of them, they already, you already have to kind of pre-exist with an account set up. Right. Like that's one problem with these devices is that it's not easy to get started on them. Right. Like I'm not going to create a Lyft account on there because where do I type my name? Where do I put my credit card number in? Right. But like it's easy for me to go and say connect my account and then order me, you know, call a ride somewhere. Mm. Um, So I've seen a lot of e-commerce type stuff like that, like services based and then. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of the big players still don't even know what to do with it. You know, like, yeah, I know there's a, there's a, there's a Purina skill uh, where you can ask uh, about dog breeds and just, oh, okay. and just inter- interface and, just and ask, sure. hey, what kind of dog is yeah. best for children? Like, yeah. and that's something that, that Purina is doing just because they want to be, to get out there, yeah, tied to dogs get on the platform. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just makes sense. I'm um, saying, yeah. And I think those are the types of examples that at this point where the technology is, where it makes the most sense, because, you know, if you're Purina, you may not want to invest in the entire technology to actually be able to buy dog food through the skill, but it's an absolutely great opportunity to get out there and do something interesting on these devices, right? Like I've seen certain companies have mm-hmm. made as like marketing things, little like choose your own adventure audio game oh, type yeah. things, yep, yep. right? 
Um, I, and I think about, one I of the things I think one of my favorite examples. Yeah, well, I think one of the things we had heard about, yeah, the chompers, right? Mm-hmm. Where it, it's encouraging kids to brush their teeth, take care of their teeth, and it's like lets them kind of go on the story. So, right? so chompers is uh, was built by Gimlet, and it's a uh, it's basically a podcast uh, for kids to listen to while they brush their teeth. So they go to start brushing their teeth, and it's been it's it's brought to you by Oral B, I think, or Crest, mm-hmm. Crest Kids or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and you say, you know, Alexa, start chompers. And every every time they brush their teeth, they get a little bit more of the story. And it's like a little, like, two-minute podcast. It's, it's brilliant. That yeah. is so yeah. clever. Yeah. 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 But it takes something, I think, creative to even get traction on these things, right? Because if you're just, yep. uh, you know, if you're just, a, I mean, even some of these big, you know, big retailers or, or big stores, big companies, people have to have a reason to go to your skill, right? Because like we said, it's like, it's not easy to just find a skill, you kind of have to drive them to it at this point. But if you give them a cool reason, people will will try mm-hmm. it out because it's really it's easy to just set up and go. Yeah. Right? Think about, you know, if you're a business, think about ways that you can combine podcasting and voice. Right. Hmm. Be able to um, to do like the how to's that we talked about or mm-hmm. um, or tell a story or have like a creative yeah. thing where you can have like a choose your own adventure type. Yeah you know, a little mini podcast or a flash mm-hmm. briefing that's a revolves around whatever it is your service offerings are or your sure. product is. Um, so I think this is really important what we talked about today. I know we typically focus on social media um, on each of these podcasts, but this is just such an area that's growing so fast. I'm so glad you guys are able to come on and talk about this. Um, any of the links we talked about today's podcast will be in the show notes on our website at socialfeedpodcast.com slash EP50. And thank you, Will. Thank you, Jeremy. And Pat, as always, for coming on. And we will see you guys all next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell. Today's episode is sponsored by Hey Orca. Hey, everyone. My name is Joe. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Hey Orca. Uh, We built Hey Orca as a social media calendar for agencies to manage your content and client approvals all from one place. With Hey Orca... Agencies are able to visualize exactly what content is going to look like. Clients can then approve and collaborate in real time. And then your content will go live on the selected social media networks at the respective time. There's a lot of other competing tools out there. So how do you differentiate yourself? We started Heyorka because we, we saw that the tools out there in the marketplace weren't serving uh, the agency's needs. And we wanted to solve a content marketing problem, a social media problem, but from the angle of how do we allow clients to collaborate with the agency in the most simple manner. And so that's why the shareable link and the visualization is a big part of our feature set. Shareable link allows the clients to come in without needing to log in. And then the visualization of the content allows clients to see things within context, know exactly how the content is going to look before it goes live on Facebook, Instagram, and so forth. See how you can seamlessly plan for multiple clients and get content approvals in the ultimate sandbox for marketing at heyorca.com.